Hey guys, welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching your life with practical spirituality, self love, and of course, the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for joining this episode today. And no matter where you are right now, whether you're in your car, if you're at the gym, or just getting ready for the day, I just want you to know you've got this. I don't know what things are ahead of you today, but I just want you to know you are absolutely killing it and you're doing an amazing job. Heck, you've always done an amazing job and you will continue to do an amazing job today. So today, we're going to talk about something not directly tarot related. However, I do believe this topic today is something that applies to all of us, especially those who are spiritually inclined and use spiritual work for practical matters. So I'm talking about all you guys out there who utilize the awareness of law of attraction to manifest things. I'm talking about everyone who has that one big thing that they've been wanting, that they've been making vision boards for, the thing that makes us think, oh my God, once I have this thing, I will just be in a permanent state of bliss and joy. I'm talking to everyone who is doing all of that and is still frustrated. And we say to ourselves, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm meditating. I'm making the vision boards. I'm practicing my new beliefs. I'm doing my affirmation. I'm reading tarot for myself. I'm visualizing it every single day. But nothing is happening. Nothing is working. And my manifestation isn't here yet. What the hell? And from that frustration, we come to the conclusion that none of this crap works. And we think we've been abandoned or the universe just doesn't care about us enough to give us what we want. So for anyone who feels that way, this episode is wholeheartedly in support of you. Today, I want to offer a new way of looking at your desires and visions and dreams that will bust through those walls of frustration and doubt and impatience. So the first thing that we need to shift in this moment is to learn to look for blessings, not manifestations. And here's why. Here's why using the word blessings and choosing to look for blessings is actually a lot more powerful than looking for evidence of our manifestations. Because the word blessings is so much more broad and it captures the essence of what we truly want. It's not the million dollars you want, which is the physical manifestation. Trust me, you don't want green paper or stare at numbers on a bank account all day that's not what we want the only reason you want anything is because of the emotion you think you'll have when you get it let me say that again the only reason we want anything is because of the emotion we think we'll have when we get it when it comes down to it you don't want the stacks of green paper You want to feel ease. You want to feel the freedom of following your bliss with certainty and security. You want to feel abundant and know that all of your needs are being taken care of. You want to feel generous and giving. The actual real manifestation you are looking for is not in the physical realm. 
It's in the invisible realm. It's in the spiritual realm. And everything you want is in the spiritual realm. This is the answer to anyone who feels like the law of attraction and manifesting and believing never works for them or it takes too long or it feels like nothing is happening to them. We only come to those conclusions because we have been trained to focus on the physical plane. So let's use an example. Let's say you have no water and you're really, really, really thirsty and suddenly it miraculously starts to rain. Looking at things from a manifestation viewpoint, that is like trying to catch rain in a tiny little glass, even though you're really thirsty. You are only allowing yourself to receive in this small, limited capacity. When you always, always have the option to get a bucket and let the rain pour right in faster and easier than ever. This is about opening up yourself to receiving the manifestation in the invisible realm. And so catching rain in this little tiny glass for us, that is what it feels like to call something a manifestation. That is what it feels like when we are searching for the manifestation and we're waiting for the manifestation to happen. We're waiting for the perfect job, the perfect income, the perfect partner to arrive and it's not coming. That is what we're doing. We're catching rain in a little tiny glass. Only looking for physical manifestation or physical evidence that what you want is on its way to you. It's so small and it's so limited. However, in choosing to look for blessings instead, there's even just a shift in saying blessings. It's like uncovering the empty pool that you have in your backyard when it rains. It increases your capacity by a million to receive faster and easier. And with having this huge empty pool to capture all the rain, you are allowing more to come in with total abundance. Instead of trying to manifest your dream life, it's about allowing your dream life. It means allowing everything, the physical stuff for sure, but most importantly, allowing the frequency of love and joy into your life. Allowing the non-physical, the invisible stuff, the stuff that makes life really juicy and satisfying for us. That is what I mean when I say we can choose to see blessings rather than manifestations. Because blessings just captures every single bit of loving goodness that is in your life and it savors it. The biggest idea here is to let your emotional experience be the prized end result. And that amazing emotional experience is the blessing. It's like when you win a race, it's the feeling of winning and accomplishment. Like you can do anything and that you're on top of the world. That is the real prize. It's the exhilaration. The exhilaration is the real prize. And that cheap little trophy that you get at the end does not matter. If anything, it's just a reminder of your powerful emotional experience at that time. And so let's say we want to manifest a million dollars. We can break it down and determine, okay, how do I want to feel when I have a million dollars in my bank account? How do I want that to feel like? 
what emotion am I really looking for in my experience? And determine that. For me, it's like if I were to imagine myself with a million dollars right now, I think the biggest emotion that I would be experiencing is ease. You know, life can finally be easy for me. I can follow my dreams with ease. I can follow my bliss and my joy with ease and certainty, knowing that everything is being taken care of. And when I tap into those emotions and feel into that vibration and access that every single day, it can feel like I have a million dollars right now, even though the physical manifestation is not here. And through that, we start to become who we will be when we do have the million dollars. And the second we inhabit that vibration and start to feel the freedom, the bliss, and the ease that we really want, then we step into the real prize of it. However, I'm sure there are some people who are listening to this and they're like, you know what? Okay, but I still want the million dollars. And if you're still there, that's okay. And it still just indicates that we have some resistance against having those good feelings without a physical condition to validate the experience. Our minds have created certain rules about how much positivity and how much good emotion we can feel in our lives around certain topics. For example, this afternoon, I felt really exhausted and I basically spent two hours watching TV and taking a nap on my couch and being a total sloth. And in doing those things, my conditioned ego mind, which has picked up on society's rules over the years, it kept judging me. It kept on telling me how horrible it was to be lazy, how horrible I am for sitting around and doing nothing. It was telling me I should be more productive and energetic and blah, blah, blah. And so that is the resistance I'm talking about. So when the voice of our conditioned mind is so loud like that, we block out and drown out our inner being's voice which if you've listened to the previous episode before, The Knight of Cups, where I do talk about the inner being, the inner being is the part of us, the spiritual part of us, who is always loving us, no matter what conditions are around us, no matter what actions we take, no matter if we're out there being super productive and doing all this stuff, or we're sitting on the couch being a sloth like I just was. And... So since I was so wrapped up in the voice of my conditioned mind at that moment, I decided it was a good idea to go to the gym. There was a belief there that said, once I start moving and burning calories and exercising, then I'll feel worthy of feeling the love and the goodness that I want to feel. So I went to the gym. And after that, on my way back home, I was like, buzzing with divine energy and there was so much love and appreciation beaming at me and I could just feel it and it felt great and I genuinely felt like I was on top of the world but then I realized and I said wait a second this same love and appreciating that is beaming at me right now was beaming at me with the same exact intensity when I was sitting on the couch in my own self-judgment just about an hour ago the only difference was I just wasn't willing to hear it or let it in because I was so focused on listening to the judgment. 
I was being controlled by the common limiting belief that it's not good to lie around. It's not good to sit and watch Netflix and blah, blah, blah. It's not good to take naps in the middle of the day. It's not good to not be productive, all that stuff. And where my focus goes, that is what grows. And so it's helpful to realize that your inner being does not give a rat's ass about what you are doing or how much you are accomplishing in this moment. There is so much love and appreciation beaming at us right now in this exact moment, regardless of what you're doing. And the only reason why we aren't able to feel that fully is because we resist against it with our own rigid beliefs and judgments of how the world works and how we should behave and how worthy we are of feeling positive emotion. And so I share this story with you to encourage you to trade in your tiny little glass for the big empty pool as your vessel of receiving. Don't limit yourself to receiving in such a small way. Let yourself receive in both the physical and the non-physical planes. Both are equally good. And in fact, the emotional plane, the spiritual plane, this invisible plane, the plane of infinite potential, if you'd like to call it that, is much richer than anything you can ever imagine in the physical. It's richer and more vibrant and brilliant than anything that can be captured by your eyes or felt with your fingers or heard with your ears. The physical manifestation is always just the whipped cream on top of your Starbucks. It's there, it makes your drink look Instagrammable, but it's not the essence of the drink itself. You don't buy the Starbucks to taste the whipped cream. You buy the Starbucks to taste what's inside. That is what you want. And the tarot is similar. The tarot is always just the tool, but it's not the answer. The tarot as brilliant and spiritual and intuitive as it is, it's still just the whipped cream on top of the Starbucks. It's not the answer. The answer is you. The answer is written in the DNA of your being. The answer is your essence. I know I've been weaving in and out with a lot of these examples, but let me round out this whole discussion by saying this. Everything that you truly want, and it may take some time to realize this, and for some people they may never want to know this, but everything you truly want is always non-physical. Always. You don't want the shiny car. You want the exhilaration and the aliveness. You don't want the partner. You want the connection, and the love. You don't want the business. You want the freedom and permission to create what you want to create. And that's why oftentimes when we've spent years and years trying to achieve something and we finally get it, there can be a sense of emptiness that occurs. Because there is this deep realization that in the having of this thing, nothing really gets solved. We are still dissatisfied with life, and we are still unhappy. I was watching the series Monk recently, and on a side note, I just love this show so much because it's actually one of those genuinely funny crime shows. But anyways, basically, the main character is named Adrian Monk, 
and he was discharged from the police force after having a mental breakdown and throughout the series he's trying to get his badge back he's trying to join the force again um and there are some scenes where he's looking at his old police uniform and dreaming of being in the force again and feeling like it's so amazing and that it's everything he could ever dream for and so later on in the seasons his dream finally comes true and he gets his badge back and enters the force again and everything is just super happy for a split second and there was this scene where he's sitting at his therapist's office and he's talking about it and his therapist is saying you know you must be really happy and then monk is sitting on the couch there and he says i don't know why but i feel and then he pauses and in my own mind i heard the word empty And then shortly after, he completes the sentence and he says, I don't know why, but I feel empty. And I was able to pick up and understand the essence of what he was feeling because I have experienced this over and over and over again. And it's honestly one of the biggest blessings I've received from life. It truly is to know that Life does not suddenly start when you get the gold medal. Happiness and satisfaction with yourself does not occur when you finally lost the weight or finally get married or finally quit your job and move somewhere else. Within every single moment of your life, the happiness, the love, the joy, the ease, the sweet satisfaction, all that is beaming at you with great intensity in every single moment. It's not only when we've done something we've wanted or accomplished something we've wanted. It's not only when we've gone to the gym and done all the responsible things we make ourselves do. It is there for us at every single moment. And it is there for us now, wherever you are, whether you're at home washing dishes, sitting in traffic or walking outside, wherever. You were always connected to the stream of well-being. Something fun to practice with this is to look around and say, I'm living my dream life right now. Because you are. I know I am. (laughs) Because the essence of your dream life can be felt at any given moment. The bliss, the certainty, the joy, the love, it's all happening right now. Your dream life is not composed of a large house or a bank account with lots of numbers in it or a shiny looking car that drives itself on the highway, which is actually very scary. (laughs) That is not your dream life. Your dream life is composed of feelings of connection, of meaning, of the ease you want to feel. That is what you really want. And I'm not saying to not have physical goals or destinations. Just don't put off your happiness in the achieving of it. Don't wait until all of it's done before you let yourself feel good. Let me say that again. Don't wait until it's all done in the physical sense before you let yourself feel good. It's like the whole concept of heaven. It's like, oh... I do all this stuff so that I can go to heaven after I die. No, heaven is in your life right now. Heaven 
is here where you stand. It's not after you die. You don't need to do anything in order to enter heaven because you have access to it at any point. And when you let yourself feel good during every step of the race, when you do cross the finish line, you won't be left with a sense of emptiness. Because by then, you would have allowed yourself so much joy into your life that you would have arrived at the finish line already smiling and full and overflowing with joy. The physical manifestations are simply permission slips. The physical manifestations are simply permission slips, slips that you give yourself to feel good about life. That is really what it comes down to. But here's the thing. You have permission to write permission slips to yourself every damn day. No matter what happens or how close you are or how productive you were today. Even if you're on the couch, exhausted and drained and can't find any will to get up and do the things on your to-do list. In that moment, you have permission to feel good about yourself. You can let yourself feel the love of your inner being. That same love that's available to you when you do accomplish something and cross all those things off your to-do list and go to the gym and eat healthy. You can let yourself feel that way and let the love pour forth into your experience as you take naps on the couch and watch Netflix. It's like you see dogs and cats lying around and taking naps all day and we're not yelling at them to be more productive to get a job to do something with their lives no in fact it's so cute to see our little dogs and cats all curled up in a ball in the middle of the day and taking naps at 2 p.m without a care in the world we send them so much love to them when they're like that because they could be so adorable and it's like What if we were adorable when we were just laying around and doing nothing? Why is that so bad? Why do we continue to judge ourselves when we're not being productive and a valuable person in society every single moment of our lives? So think of it this way. Let's say your goal is to lose weight. It's still February. I'm sure people are still going strong with their New Year's resolutions, right? Like, I've, I've been going to the gym and it's still pretty packed at this point. So that's good news, right? So let's say you do lose the weight. You lose the weight and you're able to fit into these nice clothes. And everything is fine and dandy and you love looking in the mirror and taking photos. The question I have for you is this. What would you be feeling when that happens? Phrased in another way. What feelings would you be giving yourself permission to feel when you get there? What feelings would you allow to enter into your experience rather than habitually blocking them like you've done before? Whatever answer you have, write it down and practice allowing those feelings into your life right now, even when you haven't lost the weight yet. This is your opportunity to ditch that small glass and get a larger bucket to collect the rain. You don't have to generate these feelings for yourself from a place of willpower. Sometimes it's helpful to think that you do generate feelings, but the truth is you really aren't. You're simply picking up on the vibration of them and receiving them. 
It's like how you aren't generating the rain. You're receiving the rain. You can feel like you don't have access to the rain when you're indoors, but it's still pouring outside endlessly and it's still there. And I know this analogy does not sound really nice to some people because I know most people don't like rain. So let's do the sunshine analogy instead. The sun is always shining, even when we can't see it behind the dense clouds of the rain. (laughs) There you go. That is for everyone who hates the rain and probably can't connect to that previous analogy. But regardless, like the rain or the sun, These feelings are there for you the second you want them. There is nothing else you need to do but receive them and be open to them and let them do their magic on you. So in essence, this whole thing, this whole podcast episode is about this opportunity to live life on a larger scale. Not just in the limited sense of physical manifestations but to inhabit the essence of it, which is actually the only part we really care about. It's the only part we're really after. Let the blessings pour into your experience. Let good things happen to you. Let miracles happen for you. Let life work its magic. It knows exactly what it's doing. And there is nothing you really need to do here but to receive receive, receive. And I'll leave you with this last tidbit. Once you start to receive life's goodness in larger amounts and larger capacities and you trade your little glass vial for a huge container, your ego mind may throw some interference your way. It's not used to feeling this good. It's not used to having so many positive experiences. So it might start to throw some negative imagery or negative emotion into your brain. Like, for example, sometimes when I get really, really happy and I'm singing and I'm dancing along and everything's sunshine and butterflies, all of a sudden, my mind gives me this terrifying image of someone breaking into my house. And when I was younger, this would happen all the time. I would be feeling so good and then all of a sudden my mind would pull out this fearful scenario to bring me back down. Like... I'm so happy and I'm floating away and my mind is like, oh, hell no, no, you don't. And it grabs me and it pulls me back down. That's how it can feel sometimes. And so if you find your mind doing this, trying to dull your positive experiences, I want to encourage you to approach it with a sense of understanding instead of buying into the fear and seeing it as a sign that something has gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong. In fact, it's an indicator that more things are actually going right. Because the more positive experiences you allow into your life, the harder your ego will try to bring you down. Everyone has an emotional set point which determines how much positivity they are comfortable in receiving. So we get so used to experiencing positivity on such a smaller scale in our lives that when we do get a huge influx of it, This immediately sends signals to our brains that we're in danger because we're suddenly in such an unfamiliar situation. It's like a form of self-sabotage. And as you expand in this way, you might find your mind gets defensive. And the best thing that I've discovered for myself is to tell my mind that it's okay and that it's safe. I used to do that all the time, actually, when I was on the verge of having panic attacks Um, which would happen a lot of the times on my way to school. 
I would just be sitting in the car at a light and I would say to myself, you're safe. You're safe. You're safe. You are safe right now and you will always be safe. And in this situation, you know, if you're like on that high flying feeling and you're totally buzzed on life and then all of a sudden you just get hit with something terrifying in your brain and in your imagination, I would say it's safe to let more love in. It's safe to feel more joy. It's safe to feel more abundant. And in this way, you're essentially talking to your mind as if it was a child who was scared. It's like if your kid comes up to you and tells you that they're scared of the monsters in your closet, your immediate thought isn't, okay, I'm going to go get a bat and beat the crap out of whatever is in there. If it doesn't work, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call everyone to make sure that this monster is dead and it never hurts you. (laughs) That's usually not where we go, right? Your focus is usually on your child. And your focus is in soothing them while they're in this fear and letting them know, you know, it's, it's okay. You're safe. You're here with me. Nothing is going to harm you. Sometimes we open the closet and we're like, look, nothing's there. And we do our best to soothe the child. That's really the best way to treat the ego mind. As a little child who just needs to be reassured and loved and cared for. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Again, I know this wasn't super tarot focused, but I do believe that there's lots of you out there who will find this helpful. And one of the biggest passions I have is to help people access spiritual knowledge and apply it in really practical, effective ways in their lives. That is what I hope this podcast will be for you. And that's honestly the direction I'm currently heading in the future for the show. This podcast will be about tarot and it will also be about life and love and dreams and magic and meaning and connecting with our intuition. And of course, all of that can also be found within the tarot system itself. So I hope you guys enjoy where this podcast will be heading. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.